0: The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network.
1: I text you a question. Next minute, my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. So what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this fellow's semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome! Literally, nobody cares. Podcast is back. We had a week off; it was unintentional. Here we are. I'm on eight thousand podcasts, so sometimes some get left behind. Unfortunately, this is one of them. So you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, I have been away since our last podcast. I have been living my best life. Well, I was away working. So let's calm down. But I was away in Manhattan. Um, actually, in Manhattan for a brief period of time. Then I was in Jersey. Jersey. Um, Different place, different place to be. Um, A follower actually messaged me and was like, hi, I think it was Sunny B. She messaged me and she's like, hi, um, I'm going to Manhattan. Should I stay in Jersey? And I was like, hi, Sunny B. Um, You've better off camping, to be honest, but that's all right. Um, anywho, so I was in Jersey for a little bit, which was interesting. I, what I did like about that is that I would never go to Jersey ever, right? Like that's not a real thing. Whereas this kind of was good because I sort of went a new place. Whereas normally I would just go to New York on say. Manhattan, and that would kind of be it. So I've seen a new place. Anywho, what didn't occur while I was away, which we had discussed previously in this podcast, was the reviews platform. Now, I had second thoughts about the reviews platform as I was traveling because it didn't feel appropriate. Um, By night... I am a Cheryl abuser. By day, I am a corporate fellow. Um, And unfortunately, uh, the client who was flying us over there, I felt it was a little bit disrespectful to then slam um, the accommodation and travel. Um, And so I've instead waited until the podcast to do that. (gasps) I have standards, but not in certain places. You know, the podcast fam, we're good people, do you know? So we're all just in here. We're not telling anyone what I'm saying. It's not public. Too good. So anyway, I flew to New York via Qantas. The flights were fucking pricey. Hello. So were very, very expensive flights, super appreciate the fact that we were flying over business. I mean, I wouldn't have gone otherwise, but you know, super appreciate that we did. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of Qantas. Those who followed the podcast for a long time will be aware that I'm not a big fan of Qantas. Um, I personally prefer to fly Virgin Australia. I feel as though their service is at a different level to everyone else. That said, the Qantas plane new business seat is the best in the air. I'm sorry to be offensive. I'm sorry to ruin people's lives, but it is the best in the air. It is the widest for your feet department. It is also the longest. And I am not a, short person. So I enjoy the extra length. It's easily the best seat in the air. It's also the newest seat in the air, I think, which also adds to that sort of, you know, why they've been able to do more because it's been out a shorter period of time, but it has literally nothing on the service of Virgin Australia. So let me walk you through it. I will say that they have a half decent, you know, TV situation. They actually have in their categories. So you know, when you go like the TV options, well, not TV, you go movie options, and then it comes up. One of the options on there is Marvel, which I appreciate because I'm a big fan. And then the other option is Disney. And so it's like, you've nailed it immediately. So that's great. Um, And and classics and sort No, so producer uh, Scotty is asking if they're the same thing. Marvel is very specific, like it's the superhero, it's the Marvel Universe, like superheroes. And then Disney is straight up the cartoons, like some of their best from the vault. Um, and then some that were non-vaulted that weren't cartoons, which I've forgotten now. But anyway, that's the difference. So... <clears throat> I was very open-minded arriving for my Qantas flight to Los Angeles, connecting to John F Kennedy Airport in New York. Um, things were going okay. I made good time in the vehicle, um, and then we got to the plane. I boarded and I sat down. Um, it was a um, it was a, it was a Monday morning actually. I was flying, but it was a public holiday, so I generally try not to fly on weekdays just for work purposes. Um, Now, just to be clear, the Virgin flight out of um, Brisbane to Lax has Wi-Fi. Um, The Etihad flight to London Heathrow has Wi-Fi. The Emirates flight to Dubai onto London has Wi-Fi. Everyone has Wi-Fi. Um, Qantas hasn't quite achieved that um, great human feat yet uh, on their international flights. Um, Why, I'm not sure. So I boarded, we sat down. I immediately look around the cabin because normally the cabin has uh, indicator icons with the Wi-Fi symbol so you know you're on for a winner. There's none of that anywhere. Keep in mind this is the newest, like, seats in the air and whatever. Like, while they're in there putting the seats in, how hard would it have been to put a fucking aerial in? Hello? Like, you're able to communicate. I don't understand. Like, you can talk to ground, control all of this. Like, hello. So, we board... Anyway... Uh, I bought and immediately I'm offered – well, not immediately because the server's not that fast, but they offered me pajamas. Now, the one thing about Qantas, I will say, Qantas and Virgin, is you get pajamas in business class, and that is not something that everyone does. Emirates doesn't do it, Etihad – Had, I'm talking about business class. Someone messaged me was like, yes, they do it, Had. That's in first class. I'm talking about business, have been in first, have got the pajamas, get your picture – but in business, they don't offer pajamas. Personally, right, they're the thinnest fuckers going. How expensive is offering pajamas? I think it is a lifelong, you know, piece. I mean, if you're an influencer, you're wearing that for the next 10 years, even if you don't fly business class ever fucking again, you know what I mean? But I think that's such a simple and easy thing to give someone, and it just really ups the vibe. Anyway, so the game is in pyjamas and I immediately want to put them on. I'm not wasting any time. I don't want to wait until I have to get to that level in the air where they turn the seatbelt sign off and then there's a rush to the toilet. and all So I like to put it on straight away. I'm also an early boarder of a plane. I know some people don't like to board early. I like to board first or last. Um, the reason I prefer first, though, is I like to get myself set up. I'm also boarding business with a life flat seat and a three-course meal, so I'm not that devastated about joining like the middle row in the back with your fucking foil box food that was sat out for a month. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not for me. So um, I don't mind getting on there, getting sorted, you know, getting my skincare out, getting my mist from the James Cosmetics range glow up, um, getting my eye mask position, just putting my things out. So I usually try and board as long as I'm not waiting in a line. So that's why I board first. So anyway, I get the pyjamas and I head towards the bathroom department. Now, I am on the right-hand side of the aircraft. Emily and I are in the middle seat, left and right. I'm on the right-hand side. So I head down to the front of the plane to go into the bathroom. Now, on the right... Right hand side of the front of the plane, there is no bathroom. It's only on the left hand side at the front, and there's two in the middle behind us. I didn't realize that. So I walk up and I see that there's no bathroom on the right, that there's a, um, a stewardess. Is that what you call them? I don't know. A steward, whatever the fuck their name is. Um, a Cheryl standing there, and she is doing something in the like kitchen adjacent situation. So I walked up and I said, Oh, is there no bathroom here? Uh, is there no bathroom at the front? because I hadn't seen the one on the left-hand side. And then she goes, no, no, it's just on the left-hand side, but we're trying to get our things ready and sorted for flying, so let's not walk through the kitchen, okay? Just head to the back. The silence there was my attitude changing. I had approached the crew with happiness, I had approached the crew with kindness, and then I had done nothing. And this very elderly whore says to me, you can't walk through the fucking kitchen. Firstly, it's not a kitchen, it's a glorified microwave studio. Like, Jeremy, you know I mean? it's not a kitchen. There's not like deep fries and the oil's going to splash up. And you're not cooking anything. We're on the ground. So anyway, I was then like, cool story, walked straight into the kitchen and straight around to the bathroom. Fuck you. The plane isn't moved. I'll be walking where I wish to, other than the cockpit, because I imagine you get shot down these days. If we try that sort of situation. So I then get changed. I walk back through the kitchen to my seat uh, or the microwave studio, whichever you prefer. Um, sit down. Anyway, get myself sorted, Emily's doing the same, and a steward walks past uh, another female, and uh, Emily says, oh, hello, um, is there Wi-Fi on this flight? And the lady goes, no, no, there isn't. And then goes to walk off. She then stops, obviously, Metch, um, in her mind. She said, I've said enough. And then the Qantas service standards came into her mind, and she said, no, turn around and be a rude fuck. So she went, okay. So she turns around and says to Emily, it's a big wide world. Uh, there's, it's a lot of water that we're flying over the top of. It's not just us we're dealing with, you know? It's not just us. It's another country. It's us. We've talked to the US. There's a lot to deal with, okay? It's not just that easy as turn on the internet. Okay. Where do we fucking start? This is... St- we hadn't even fucking pushed back. And this is the level of fucking quality service from Qantas. It is so standard. Because you aren't 100 years old and a white male... They treat you like fucking garbage, and it's disgusting. So anyway, we get that little performance, and I was like, well, actually, no. Many flights I've been on have Wi-Fi. London, for example. Are you purporting that we fly to London over land only? Aware that we're on an island here in Australia? This is an island, so there's just water. So we're flying anywhere, unfortunately. And she was like, no, no, they don't. Well, I've flown on it. I don't want to be that person, sweetie, but I can't imagine why you're up here fucking wiping plates for a living that you've been flying on the Emirates business flight or the Etihad business flight. There's no need to stand here and get into an argument with a paying customer about something that you are absolutely wrong about. There is Wi-Fi on those flights because I fly them often. And I fly them so that I can have internet. And that's why people fly other airlines like Virgin where the shady as fuck service like this doesn't exist. It's just not a nice time to be alive. So that's how we got started. We finally push back. We get in the air. What I will say about Qantas is they turn the seatbelt sign off quite early. I do appreciate that because I'm not a big fan of the seatbelt. They also have a like a car seatbelt, cross body, not like just across the waist. That's too invasive for me. I don't know. What do you mean? Just because if the plane goes down, we're all fucked, right? Like, do we think that's helping us? It's over. It's also very like aggressive. How do I reach my, you know, airbag that, you know, what life best? How do we get to that one? You've got a thing. I, I don't like it. Not for me. So we get in the air and then I just, I'm starting to really take in everything because I've committed to doing this review situation at the time. I thought maybe I was still doing it on this exact trip. I will do it for my trip coming up. Um, and I really looked at it. There's so many elements that are just poverty level, do you know? And if you're upgrading from economy to business, I think there needs to be a substantial change. Obviously the life flat seat's great, but there needs to be a substantial change. Let me talk about this. When you order, so if you fly Virgin... You board the flight. They come out and welcome you very, very nicely because they're lovely people on Virgin. It's all very nice on there. It's all very luxe, if you will. Uh, you board. Everything's fabulous. They come over, explain the seat to you if you need it. Should they explain the cards, what you'll need to fill out now, your breakfast card for later. Should we wake you? Should we not? What did you need, Mr. Bangor? <laughs> and then they have a look at the uh, the main menu and explain that if they need to. On Qantas, sit down. Here's your fucking pyjamas. Don't go through the kitchen. We don't have Wi-Fi. You're fucked, okay? We've got you for 14 hours. You're fucked. Thanks. Then, on Virgin, they say to you, Mr. Mangan, oh, welcome aboard again. Ah, platinum. Um, Tell us a story, sir. Uh, What drink can we get for you when you take off? You know how saying sparkling, would you like something else? We have an array of fabulous options. Um, And I order my beverage. Qantas, you get none of that. You get none of that at all. They wait until you're up in the end, they come down, what drink did you want? So you tell them the drink. Then, they come down with the fucking drinks trolley. Like, they're pushing a trolley down the aisle. It's like, what are you, why is there a trolley? What the fuck is this? Or what would you like? And they're pulling it off the trolley like it's, this isn't fucking econ, okay? Just because you're serving my water in a glass doesn't make it any better. I don't want it to be served off a trolley. Because also, when I stand up now, what do I do? I'm trapped by the trolley. It's unacceptable, a trolley. So then they give you the trolley service. They, you know, the nuts were shit. They're not flavored. A raw almond? Who's flying on these airlines now? Is it only fitness professionals? Even Emily was fucking livid with the nuts. Would it kill you to offer me something else? I don't want your dried almond, okay? I've just had a sparkling wine at 10 in the morning. You know, and that's the key there, sparkling wine, not a champagne because the quality is fucking low. It's funny you ask, what's the difference? <laughs> a rubber champagne must come from the champagne region, otherwise it's simply a sparkling wine darling. Um, if you have to ask, I think you're drinking a sparkling. Um, so anyway, basically they serve you the drink. Then the food comes out. Same sit your fucking Wation? a Asian, whatever. Uh, they roll the trolley out and the trolley they're withdrawing the trays from the trolley. They're pulling a tray out. I, what are you doing? This is bi- this is it. You don't have anything better. This is business. We're at the front of the plane. What are you holding off? There's nothing else to hold back. It's disgusting. So then they bring out the tray. You order your entree and your main with them. Then they bring the tray out anyway. So why don't they just ask you when the trolley gets to you? They don't order your dessert because then they bring the trolley out again. Put the trolley away. I would like to start a new fucking, what do you call them? Like a protest or something. Put the trolley away or put a, a petition. Thank you, producer Courtney. Put the trolley back in economy. Okay, I'll even see it in premium economy, because like, whatever, same shit. It's not for me. So anyway, uh, they serve it on a trolley. What happens on Virgin, you ask? Let me walk you through it. You're born, delicious, the drinks are flowing, everything's fabulous. Then you get in the air and they come and set up your little department. They put the tray out, they put the cloth down, um, and then they bring out the salt and pepper shakers that are actually shaped like the opera house. <laughs> the pepper's one side and the salt's the other. Uh, it's fabulous. Uh, and they put a little plate there and then they, off, they come around and they unveil the bread. What can we get for you? A salada, white, a, a wheat? And wait for it, or a garlic bread? What do they offer you on Qantas? Did you want white or brown? White or brown, sir? White or brown. Okay, like, I don't need to be spoken to like some sort of racist elderly person, white or brown. Do you know what I mean? Like, the way you're yelling at me, it feels like we're talking about Trump's wall. I'm just not fucking there for it. On Virgin, they're like, why sausage. We have wholemeal. We have garlic. Why would I want anything else? Get me garlic. Double it up. Get me more options. And you know what's even better? As you're taking off with Virgin and cruising into the sky to a fabulous altitude, you can hear and smell the garlic bread cooking. It just, it wafts through the cabin, this garlicky deliciousness. Anyway, I'm into the garlic bread, so white or brown. It's like, well, whatever. What's the difference now? And then they serve you, uh, the butter, which what they've done is they've frozen it solid, um, so that in case you need a weapon while you're up in the air, you can beat someone to death with the butter on contest. Thank you, Neil Perry. So that's fucking great. So, uh, that, if you'd like to use the butter, um, what you'll need is to take your ice pick and just start shoveling at the table so you can bri- snap off a piece of butter, snap it off, um, pass it around the cabin, if you will, uh, pick up some Corona on the way around, um, um, and then bring it back and try and grizzle it down into the bread, which um, doesn't matter anyway because the bread's so hard, it hasn't responded to the butter anyway. It's like they're two separate entities as you eat it anyway. It's just sitting atop the bread uh, as if it's almost a plate. So anyway, that's all happened. On Virgin, you order what you wish, and they bring the plate to you from who cares where. It comes from a new mystical land of service quality standards. They just bring out, here is your meal, here is your entree, There's no trolley. I don't see a trolley. What trolley? There isn't a trolley. When my dessert comes, there's no trolley. They just go and get it. They come down. What are you feeling like? Oh, what do you think? On Qantas, do you know what happens? Um, Emily Sky, who loves a dessert. Hello, if it is professional. um, She was like, what do I get, Sam? Do I want this one or do I want this one? She wasn't sure what she wanted. And I said, fuck him, get both. Anyway, as we're discussing that, gentleman walks past. He's very well-dressed as a flight attendant. You know, he looks like he must be something senior. He walks in and says, what are we discussing here? He thought he was on a game show. Um, and Emily said, well, I'm not sure which to get. And he says, without prompting, why not get both? I'm reminded all of a sudden of that Mexican old El Paso ad. Why not do both? Da, 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 da. Anyway, um, why not get both? And Emily was like, that's exactly what I was looking for. So um, that'd be fabulous. As we've confirmed that, situation. Now, keep in mind, this is the flight attendant from my side of the um, aisle. Emily's flight attendant from the other side is the Wi-Fi lady about the ocean and how big the world is. Anyway, great education lesson, students. So then she overhears and says, oh, what are we doing? And the flight attendant says, well, this lady here would like both. And then the lady goes, no. I am then seething red. Whereas I would have said to Emily, maybe just get the one. Now I've been told she can't have both. I'm ready to take the plane down with the butter. Do you know what I mean? Like I am fuming. And they was like, what? And then in this condescending as fuck tone to the other flight attendants, she's not reserving it just for us. She's just spewing out condescension wherever she can get it. She then says, why don't we wait until I've serviced all my other guests and then we can see what's left. What's left? Is this a trough? Are we just throwing things in the trough now? You fucking piece of shit. So then the guy was like, well, I'm not sure. So they bring both because they could sense the fury from me. They bring both out. One of them is an ice cream sandwich. Now the ice cream sandwich, um, I've never understood the ice cream sandwich, right? Because the biscuit inherently becomes soggy immediately when in contact with ice cream. So I don't why I don't understand what that is. So that's not for me, but Emily really into it. So it's two biscuits, um, and ice cream in the middle. Now, Cast your minds back, what we had just moments ago spoken about the butter you could easily use as a shield for oncoming traffic. Um, if you thought that was hard, the ice cream sandwich was at a different level. It was from the depths of the North Pole, um, although with climate change, who knows, that could be warm now, but with the depths of North Pole, this thing was like just an ice rock. Um... Emily doesn't turn away from a challenge. Um, Emily sees a challenge and she climbs that mountain. So she saw the ice cream sandwich as a challenge. And so she bit into it. Um, She chipped her tooth. (laughs) Let me fucking tell you. She bit into this thing like it was a prize because she'd been given two desserts, even though they had restricted her to just the one. And then she chipped her tooth and then turns to me and was like, I've chipped my tooth. And then she put her bottom... Jaw out like she was a llama, and was like, "Look at, look at it, look at it, look at it." <laughs> I couldn't fucking breathe. Now, for those of you in the Literally Nobody Cares Facebook group, I've got a video because I happen to be recording at the time of her shoving the bottom of her mouth in my face trying to check if she chipped her tooth. So um, if you're in the group, you'll be seeing it. Um, if you're not, you won't be. Um, if we could keep this off Emily's radar, that would be ideal though, for the tens in the group. Um, so she chipped her tooth, um, which just wasn't great. Um, that's kind of how we wrapped up the service um, there on the Qantas flight to uh, Lax. What I will say is this. I liked on the Virgin flight how they give you a salt and pepper shaker, like a little porcelain thing shaped like the um, Opera House. Again, standards, high quality, hello. Um, Whereas on Qantas, you get this flimsy as fuck cardboard little thing that you have to open. Then you pull out a single-use film that's got salt and pepper in it. And it feels to me like this is wastage because you, you're giving me salt and pepper for my meal at the start and at the finish. So that's two multiplied by how many people there are in here. It feels like a little wastage. And I'm sure it's made out of recycled things, but it's just unnecessary. You can just have a, a salt and pepper shaker and then you can just refill it. So I didn't like that one bit. I felt like that was pretty bad. I made some notes here. Let's have just a quick look just in case. Um, I had a soup. The soup was pretty good, if I'm honest. Then um, they give you a side salad. Um, I'm not a side salad. Thal- I don't like a side salad. I don't fucking have anything to do with a side salad. Do you know why? Many years ago, let's go back in time, rewind. um, One of my first jobs, I worked as a waiter uh, at a golf course here on the Gold Coast. Um, And I used to work with the kitchen, obviously, taking the meals out, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And they used to pre-prepare the side salads and put them on a tray in the fridge. And they used to sit there for an uncomfortably long time. So I don't like a side salad because I know what it's been through. I like to just see that it's like, I don't know. It's like there's no respect for a side salad. I mean, there shouldn't be anyway because who the fuck wants a side salad? But there's just no respect for it. Like it's been pre-made, it's been pre-batched, it's been pre-put in there. So this one they had on that airline looked like it had been out for a month. Like it had been just sitting on the fucking tarmac waiting for a flight to jump on board. But it was just lettuce. There's nothing else in it. It's not a side salad. It's a side lettuce. Either have a salad or just don't fucking bother. Do you know what I mean? That was disgusting. Oh, I've lucky I made some notes here. Fucking Sam was onto it this time. 45 minutes we waited between our entree and our main. Forty fucking five minutes. It was two and a half hours between first service of entree and completion of meal. Two and a half hours. It was truly unacceptable. And like business isn't that busy and you're rolling your trolley down. How hard is it? Probably they spotted us coming and that was a no good. What was on the breakfast menu you are? Oh, sorry. We can stop. I'll keep going the food. I'll I'll wrap the food up. Hello. So the breakfast. Oh, so mid-flight I wake up. I didn't get that much sleep on that flight. It wasn't great for me. Woke up on that flight and you've got the snack options. Chicken schnitzel sandwich. I love a chicken schnitzel. I'll have that on a sandwich. More carbs, the better. So, I mean, no gravy. No, you're right. British corn. Absolutely not. It was just, it was a chicken schnitzel sandwich with a coleslaw. So I was like, oh, depending on the coleslaw, we'll see what happens here. Um, so they serve up the chicken schnitzel sandwich. Mm. I have licked sand with more moisture in it. I have been in the Sahara without water for a month and had a sand sandwich, which had more moisture. It was foul. I have never, and let me tell you, I had a look at the chi- and they cut it in half because, you know, they're so bougie on Qantas. Fucking hello. Uh, I know they were calling it a chicken schnitzel sandwich, but it looked like veal. I mean, I don't want to have you vomiting, but, like, it was brown. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't eat brown chicken. I tasted it, though, because I'm committed to the reviews platform, and it was disgusting. So I then was like, hi, honey, sweetie, darling. um, Do you have something like um moisture that we could pop in this one? um, absent of moisture, maybe a tomato sauce. And then I get this look like tomato sauce. Like, oh, we're too good for tomato sauce. I can assure you based on the quality of the food here and fucking Neil Perry, listen up. You're not better than tomato sauce. No one's better than tomato sauce. Cause you know what tomato sauce can do? It can bring back the dry as a bone chicken sandwich you're serving and bring it back to fucking life. Okay, mate, I'm just giving you a hot tip. So I get a look. Then the guy goes, there might be some in economy. Why don't we have everything in business? Why are we going back to economy to get things like... I mean, it's un-Australian to be saying that the tomato sauce isn't available in business. Do you know what I mean? So then they come back and they make available to me the grade four sausage roll, squeezy tomato sauce packets. You know, you push them together and they squeeze out. I mean, firstly, ingenuity. Whoever came up with that, that's just fucking thinking. But like, I'm in business class. Virgin would never have done that shady shit. So I put that on there, bit into it. And um, I'm, still, I'm still having issues. I'm still having to drink more water than usual to re-moisten the body. Um, for breakfast, I ticked I'd have a hot chocolate. Never have a hot chocolate. I'm up in the air. It's a bit fancy. Um, what they brought me was chocolate water. Um, it was positively disgusting. The water uh, to chocolate powder ratio was well off. No one had stirred it. So it was just murky, muddy chocolate powder. I was... <coughs> The chocolate's in the throat. You know, it's like, oh, don't worry. There's water to wash it down. Keep drinking. Um, what else have I got? Apple juice. I don't know what that was. Wasn't out of a box. It was like, I don't know. Maybe it was connected to the bathrooms. It didn't taste like apple juice. It was foul. Um, I've just written here general disgust. <laughs> have I have I shown that to the world? I feel like I hope you're aware. Let's step to the next thing. Um,
0: Before you do, Sam, because we're on food, I think this is where we should take a quick moment to do a food review today.
1: Okay, food Which review. This is
0: brought to us by the Way of Ireland. A fucking ten out of
1: ten though, right? I got some messages from some people who were like, I'm gonna send it, you know, I don't know if it's this person, um, whose name I'm gonna have to refer to I notes. I think it was Queaver. Queaver.
0: Yes, yeah, so she's Irish and it's like a Gaelic sort of spelling of a name.
1: Queaver, your name is a fucking twenty-five because Tell I wish I had how it's a spell. So it's C A O I M H E.
0: We have an Irish lass working for us here. We do have an Irish she lass. She said that she thinks it's pronounced Cuever, so. Cuever.
1: I apologise if I've gotten that wrong, um, but that's the information I've been given. Um, what i also comment on is stunning handwriting. Hmm. Truly so I mean, great lines, beautiful um, lettering, very clear. Dad would um, be so proud if that was his daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Because
0: we disappoint him greatly with our handwriting.
1: Still. I still can't leave him notes now that are handwritten. I have to email them all. You know, because he gets mad at me too still. Mm-hmm. So we just have to avoid that. Um, if it was up to
0: dad, we wouldn't have got our pen license. We'd still be at the pen
1: I, I never got one. Oh, you didn't? No, no, because it was grade four um, and I never got one. The whole class got one, but Sam, oh, there's a big shot at me. But then the next grade, you have to use a pen. So I was like, well, who fucking won then, didn't they? And from a young age, it was reinforced to me that the rules really don't count for anyone. You'll eventually get around them. Um, so anyway, this person's a 10 out of 10, Quiver. Um, sounds
0: like 20 snacks or something for you
1: So tried. many snacks. Um, we've not received any requests for payment, although it could be coming, um, for postage, and which I would love to refund at the cost of whatever. Um, I don't know if this is the same person who DM'd me who said that i were going to send a whole bunch, um, and it was a thank you for you know the content we put out and all the rest of it. Too fucking kind, Quiver. Too kind. So many things in here. Clearly Fan, she's talking about you know having a Coke and not a Pepsi because fucking disgusting. Thank you very much. She's talking about Cadbury's being different. You're a 10 out of 10. I'm going to be in Ireland this year. Coincidence, I think, not Cleaver. I think we should organize some sort of get together. Um, coming back to you on that,
0: it's if she owns a castle too. We'd love that.
1: Love a castle, <laughs> love, love to a, to castle. a castle. Um, separately, lovely GSM paper. Beautiful, that was really. The
0: first thing I on.
1: Beautiful. What a beautiful
0: thick pack. Look
1: at this card. Nothing was damaging this. You could have flown this on Qantas, I still would have made it. Well, I'm not the sure. Into the butter. Um, so she has sent today uh, McVitie's Nibbles Digestives Milk. So, Digestives, the biscuit, which I'm a huge fan of, um, they are in a, a ball. Like a
0: little
1: nibble. A little nibble. So you can just um, portion control. Never done that in my life. Um, we could start. Probably not. Um, and have a little of a nibble. So, we can get right into this. It kind oh. of
0: looks like it's going to be like a Maltese kind of vibe for the people at home. Oh, it's, it's not quite round, though, is it? It's not
1: quite round. There are some other round ones. I think I picked one of the non round ones.
0: It actually, for Australians, looks like a chocolate Oh, cleaver. Peanut vibe. cleaver.
1: Cleaver, cleaver, Oh,
0: let me try.
1: These are marvelous. Oh, yes. Yeah. Different vibe to a Maltese altogether. It doesn't break up. It's oh, just yes. like biscuity. Oh, that is delicious. Nine out of 10. Um, I feel as though the chocolate still doesn't quite meet where I need it to be. That's because it's not quite the chocolate I eat. But this is still delicious. It has
0: the same essence as the biscuit, but like uh-huh. better portion control mm. like and like chocolate ratio. Because
1: mm-hmm. you know what's really funny? I was just in America, obviously. And while I was there, I bought digestives. They make them now over there in wafer thin. Ooh. They're called like discs or something.
0: Do they kind of look like the shape of Pringles.
1: No. I made that up. Um, uh, no, 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 yeah, I know. I've i seen a chocolate done like that before, though, for some reason. I don't know what it was, but no, these were just a, a standard disc, they were very thin. They had a name, it was very, very thin. And I actually thought it would be better because I prefer that ratio. I was wrong. The ratio of the other biscuit is almost dead on. Just a little less biscuit and I'd be there. These, however, Quiver, you fucking nailed it. You're a 10 out of 10. Um, and, and also like, a little, like an 11 out of 10. You know, you've stepped up above the group. I love everyone in the group, but then some people are packaging the greatest things they've got available in their country, shipping it to my door.
0: We have been told that you need to try like a – we call it like a chip buddy kind of thing, like a – Potatoes, I think it is. They're chips on like bread. We are going to do that. We didn't have the butter and the bread thing today. Sam's trying to do keto, so we didn't want to do a whole sandwich. Um, <laughs> Oops. But we will be doing that. But if anybody is from other countries, please, please DM me because Sam won't see it Correct. at Courtney Mangan. Yes. And we will facilitate getting your payment stuff to send us stuff. Please. We've been going to Woolies and their department just isn't as good. Like we want good stuff. I
1: guys. always feel like it's coming direct from the source. Too. Like when you post it, it's coming direct. I thought like we're getting the good stuff. Whereas I think Woolworths is like... Making some stuff up. I feel like it's being made down the road and then just pre-packaging but it.
0: But I also feel it's like, you know those um those Japanese, or maybe they're Chinese, the little panda, the Chinese cho- pandas with the chocolate in them? Yes. I asked Lang, who is one of our staff members, and she's from China, and I said, oh, could he do those? And she was like, that's like a westernized thing of China. I was like, oh, oh, that's embarrassing. Sorry about that. So we don't want to be getting anything like that. We want the true authentic snacks, guys. So contact me and we can do that. Obviously, if you're from Ireland, Quaver has already really hooked us up, so we don't need any really has.
1: Um, I'm also, but I mean, if you're from Ireland, you've got some other options, send them over. Hello. Love you the most. (laughs) Um, Or save them. We'll have a drink together because I'm coming.
0: Especially if you live in a castle.
1: Some people have DM'd me already.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm so Um, excited. So here's my question generally about flying. Why do they introduce the captain and the first mate to whatever the fuck their date title is? Good evening, everyone. Captain Who Gives a Flying Fuck. Uh, I'm assisted today by First Who Gives a Fuck. If we all die in a hole, I'm not writing a letter of complaint. I'm not Cheryl to the manager. So I don't really understand why I give a fuck who flew the plane. Do
0: you think it makes people feel safer that they know who's in charge and that there's someone up there that they can't see, but there is someone flying the plane?
1: No, I'd rather it be a computer, to be honest. I just don't know that I'm that... If that's the standard of flight attendant, is the pilot standard lifting? I don't really know
0: so right
1: (laughs) it's concerning to me do you know what I mean someone in their organisation has made the decision that "Mm, Virgin's doing garlic we won't do garlic what other shortcuts have you taken in your business do you know what I mean I'm not sure maybe that was when you were hiring the pilot and you're like "Mm, we don't need the one with all that experience you can get a Virgin what's your name haven't flown it before don't worry about that Do you have a Tonka truck as a child? That'll do. Um, I don't really get it. And then the pilot introduces himself, and then, like, he does an exit stage right, and then all you hear from is the first mate, or the second mate, whatever their name is. And it's like... They give you an update. We're cruising at who gives a fuck altitude. I don't you care. probably
0: stepped in, Sam, and they might not be able probably. to do too much.
1: Not too much. That's so bizarre. I don't really get it. Um, what I will tell you is it's disgusting that happened. So we were obviously flying around mid-coronavirus. Obviously, it's gripped the world. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, planes are already quite hygienic because they've got a HEPA filter on board. Um, so the air quality is already being filtered like a hospital through a HEPA filter. So the air you're breathing in on a plane, generally speaking, is is normally okay. Um, obviously you have to worry about the freak shows that you're flying with. Um, but you know, keep an eye. So I like to wipe everything down, etc., obviously, because I'm not a psychopath, but and keep hand sanitizer with me. Sometimes you just want to spray it in people's faces, so don't you, you just feel like you're dirty. Um, if they could put it in a gun for me like, oh so I'm seated seizure- yeah, literally. So I'm seated, seizure- um, Just, I've sorted myself out, we're in the air, cruising in a beautiful altitude, thanks to the second mate, whatever the fuck his title is. Um, Cruising up a storm, everything's fine, i got my headphones on, noise cancelling, um, pretending nobody else exists around me. And then um, I have a bit of a, uh, you know, visitor. A little gentleman walks up, all dressed up in his little parade. Um, That noise is what I'm hearing as he's trying to talk to me, because I have noise cancelling headphones on. Um, I can't hear him. Um, But he's still mouthing things to me. And so I then try and do the respectful, okay. And then look back at the TV. He's not going away. So I then have to take my headphones off. Offensive. Um, Take my headphones off. Um, I'm like, hello. And he just, and I can't even. He extends his disgusting, sweaty hand out. Welcome aboard. I'm the captain of this shit crew. Whatever the fuck. He wants to shake my hand. So I of course said, no, we're in the midst of coronavirus and you are shaking the hands of every decrepit fool on this aircraft. I can't even breathe. I am trying to visually, I am using all my sight, peripherals are on fire to assess who is around me, what is moving in my sphere. And you have just pierced this sphere of protection and extended a sweaty and disgusting hand that you have now shown off to rows one and two and three. I'm not going to keep counting business stops at a certain point, do you know what I mean? so I'm, I think it was five. Um, to shake my hands, I said, no, absolutely not. And he was like, oh. And I said, well, you know, virus, hello. What do you mean? And he was like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I've got, well, welcome aboard. Um, you know, have you flown up here before? What well, what would indicate that I haven't... Fl- oh, I'm a child. I couldn't possibly have been up here before. Oh, no, sir. Please explain to me how this fancy seat works, where it goes from upright to laying down. How does that work? Oh, did you spot all the bins where you can put things? Yes, the giant fucking opening indicated that I could put things there if I wanted to. Please show me where I sit, where my butt goes, and where my feet go. I have never sat in a chair before. I don't need an introduction. What the fuck is that? But anyway, didn't sob him tries to shake my hand. I mean, that's offensive. We're trying to ward off Corona and he's just there handing it out, literally. I don't know where you've been. What if you just did a China run? Qantas literally just flew a whole bunch of people from Wuhan back. Were you on that flight? I don't know. I mean, hopefully they're all in quarantine, but I can't be sure. Anywho, not for me. I want to fly and be like the pilot where you're sealed in that door. and It's like if the door opens, everyone dies in the path. That's what I want. So, look, that's right. Do you know what's nothing worse than a plane? I mean, there are some things worse, to be fair. But, you, you, you know, you've got your headphones on and then they start all the announcements and they play all that automated stuff that cuts off your movie. And it's like, Hi, hey, we're familiarizing you with your plane today. Oh, shut the fuck. And you know what with the safety videos? Why are we trying to make them entertaining? I'm not watching that as much as I'm not watching the other boring ones. Just stop wasting your money. Show me that the seatbelt opens the way it opens and show me where the airbag is. It's fine. Because you know what? You're not showing me where the fucking parachutes are. Because when we plummet and die, it's over. Honestly. Thank God I've got a whistle and a light for attracting attention. I said this on someone else's podcast and I think I've covered it here as well. How far do we have to come as a race? before we come up with something better than a whistle and a light for attracting attention. The Indian Ocean, and I'm bobbing away, and all I've got to whistle. Do you know what's louder than that? Literally anything else. The wind, a seagull, everything is louder than the whistle and the light. You know, the ocean. Thank God when the cruise liner comes, past, it, Dude, I'm down here. Dude, is that you, dude? That's no, it's the Corona fucking boat. Don't pick me up. Ha ha ha! Oh, it's so, it's so inappropriate. Anyway, let's continue on. Um, <laughs> producer Courtney's gone for the week. Um, she's more disgusted herself for laughing, though. To be honest, what else have we got going on here? Um, no, I'm literally in the middle of my notes. here got a business idea. <laughs> They love me. So
0: Sam, this Chancelite with Sam, whatever you fucking call it.
1: So Jean's with Sam.
0: Is that like if we've settled on that name? <laughs>
1: it's like a bird's now.
0: <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard at that joke.
1: Oh dear lord. I was also like, no. is this
0: racist? I'm not sure I'm shaking <laughs> myself.
1: I mean, people message too when I did There's no. Eleven Sam.
0: people on that boat now that have contracted the coronavirus. Yes, you should keep them all in confined oh no, space. I it's horrible. Imagine being on it and being stuck there with sickies shaking their heads. I
1: don't want to open up a doorway here, but if you've signed up for a cruise, <laughs> I mean. You deserve <laughs> it. I mean, if a virus is going to spread, maybe it was when you were shoveling the 40th fucking crab leg in your fucking face. Just well, saying. It's all inclusive, Sam, all right? <laughs> I mean, that's the problem, isn't it? Like, oh, get your fill's worth.
0: We were about to do this Bali thing. You're going to Bali. I'm going to Bali. So have we settled on, what's it called?
1: Sajuan's so with Sam. Courtney's fighting hard <laughs> for me to change the name. I just feel like no
0: one's going to be able to spell that to find <laughs> it on Instagram.
1: I just feel like it's the perfect level of obnoxious. <laughs>
0: Is there a way we can, like, shorten it or abbreviate to make it easier? Saj with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't think that'll work. It's like with Sam. It's already not that long like as a word it's just a complex word I don't know we haven't settled on we it we have I think to
0: settle by the end of the week we can't start this barley thing without <laughs> having headed in the direction
1: because Bali could be a real situation let it's me tell you <laughs> it's so true um look I think I'm going to wrap up that all we got was the flight there there's so many more stories um I might wrap the story up there for that because I just want to move on to some other things that I feel like are a bit topical you know what I mean um what else yeah but if you've got the other name advice we're at 40 minutes yeah I'll try and wrap it up quick then. Um, what else we got going on here? I've got, oh, Scott Morrison, right? This whole thing's come out with him about the wine. Have you seen that article? So basically, um, you know, I've, this is obviously just notes that I've just continued to add on to, but in case people aren't aware of how I operate, it's usually without a lot of structures. So there's not a lot of titles and what's happening here. And so I've just put in here and I was reading and thinking, what was that referring to? It just says kissing that gal's neck. And do you know what it's referring to? Courtney's not listening to me. She's given up completely. You know
0: what I was referring to? I am listening.
1: It's referring to um Married at first Side when that vampire went in on the side to like rip her neck open. What was it? Like
0: Are you watching Married?
1: I'm catching some glimpses. Amy's watching it. Do you know what the the psycho, the one that was like, Mum can't sing? And he went in for a kiss on the side and I it looked like he mean was to about say to. Is, Ivan. Yeah, that one. And he was like, I'm going to literally eat her blood. neck <laughs> and it was just like oh my god please stop that when i said oh my god then i always did like dracula like i was in carrie oh my god <gasps> anyway. i
0: think that's count like from oh the, the count Muppets is is isn't it count dracula it is but i think the voice you're doing is from like sesame street <laughs>
1: yeah it's really threatening around here no so this article just came out about scott morrison about how like they've spent all this money like refilling up his wine stocks at the, the house at whatever it's called the official house
0: you think it's a sparkling wine
1: um, oh, oh, it's for sure. Um, I mean, standards. No. Um, anyway, they're like thrashing him because of all the money he's spending on wine. I had a look at it. The most expensive wine he has, and I've made a note here, it's a sparkling. Not a surprise from Scott Morrison. Um, is $59. People need to calm the fuck down. They're like, how dare he? The most wine he bought was like $23 a bottle. What do
0: you so mean? what's this for? So when people come over, he can be like, "Here's a cheap wine." They've said because
1: it comes from the op- the office of the prime minister, and so it's like if people if he's entertaining at Kirribilli House, um, they the cellar has wine in it. No, I'm sorry. if I was the prime minister, I'd be like, well, "There's a vevklicker, there's a moat to Do you know what? Like, fuck off! And do you know what it is? And and this really, if previous actions haven't identified the quality of our current prime minister, his wine order will. The fancy wine that he purchased was a collaboration between Who Gives a Fuck Winery and Jorg Jensen where you get that fancy silver thing on top. Oh, Scotty, no, you don't buy that. That's not a nice wine. You're paying for the name Jorg Jensen, which also no one can pronounce and no one really gets. Why is silverware so expensive? Because it's still stainless steel. Anyways, $59 a bottle. Um, and people are outraged that he's out there spending money on wine like that. Come on. Fifty-nine dollars? Imagine if I mean, Malcolm Turnbull must have had five grand's worth in a couple of bottles. He brought it at a bit Grange. Grange what so a Prime Minister should be drinking. Can you imagine? Donald, come on over. Shall we get out the York Jensen? Shall we crack the York Jensen tonight? Oh, it's too fancy. Put it away. Bring out the $23 stuff. I mean, fuck off. Can we not offer a decent champagne? Not a sparkling, a champagne. I mean, and you know, I think some of them are from the Australian region. Some of our wines, you know, it's okay. We can bring some others in. We also employ people in those industries. Anyway, it's not for me. That's the travel. That's Scott Morrison. That's a wrap on this episode. We're trying to record again so that we've got an episode while I'm in Bali. So then we're on fire.
0: I think that'll be the rest of the holiday,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like part it's. A s- yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. Finito. Finito rama. Uh, fabulous. If you're living in another part of the world and you would like to send some stuff over, I'd love you the most. Message Courtney, she's on to it. We'll get some stuff together. Um, love to uh, cover any costs because we just want to get the flavors of the world, if you will. Um, and if you live in a place where you can get access to more, enjoy- like I feel like if you live in America, you've got access to more things. If there's like Mexican treats or something, you know what I mean. Like you've got more access to things than we do. Fire them our-, our way too. Love you the most. Make sure you're in the private Facebook group. I'll be putting up um, Emily's llama face. Literally nobody cares. Um, It's a group of tens. We are growing in that group. It's fabulous. People are all over it. Um, Shout out to Laura Dunnivick. Love you the most. She's just joined the group after a very strict process of clearance for the um, Facebook group. You don't just walk in. You know what I'm saying? Love you the most. Um, Shout out to you and Sherl, the new James Cosmetics ambassador. All right. We'll see you next time. Have a great day.